Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Forms and Surfaces Elevator Interiors. Forms and Surfaces Elevator Interiors blend the convenience of a standardized system with impressive design flexibility. Developed with the needs of today's buildings in mind, Forms and Surfaces Elevator Interiors invite creativity, meet diverse field conditions, and satisfy real-world budgets and timelines. Smarter still, sophisticated Forms and Surfaces manufacturing facilities in the U.S. and Poon, India, make it easy to serve global customers. Versatile, durable, smartly engineered, Forms and Surfaces comprehensive elevator interior systems give you endless ways to bring your ideas to life, wherever in the world you are. This is your daily industry news update for October 18, 2019. In today's news, Elevator World's focus topic for January will be maintenance and safety. Kone has received a contract for 154 units for a metro line in China. The New York Association of Realty Managers is continuing its classes on elevator systems. SmartRise has named Greg Zuckett its Vice President of Sales, and a pair of residential towers is being pitched in South London. Elevator World's January 2020 issue will focus on maintenance and safety. It will also feature the 2020 Project of the Year winners. The deadline for submissions is November 15th. To participate or for more information, contact the editorial department by phone at 251-479-4514, extension 30, or by email at editorial at elevatorworld.com. To advertise, call extension 38 or email advertising at elevatorworld.com. Kone has won a contract to install 154 units for the first phase of Metroline 4 in Nanning, China, the company recently announced. The 24.6-kilometer-long line will have 19 underground stations, four of which will be connected to other metro lines. Kone will equip 10 of the stations with 29 monospace elevators and 125 Transit Master 140 escalators. The contract includes five years of maintenance. The first phase of Line 4, being developed by Nanning Rail Transit Company, is expected to be completed by the end of 2020 and, once open, will serve about 100,000 passengers per day. The New York Association of Realty Managers continues to address the nuances of managing an elevator system with its concentrated educational approach and professional development for the building manager on elevators' effect on the overall performance of a building. New York City elevator contractors, consultants, and suppliers have been participating in these property managers' professional development sessions. The curriculum is designed to prepare building managers for modern, intricate software capabilities. Those interested in participating in sessions planned for November 5th and 13th and December 4th are asked to contact the association's executive director, Margie Russell, by phone at 212-216-0654 or by text message at 516-456-0313. She can also be reached by email. Just follow the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com news. 
SmartRise Engineering has appointed Greg Zuckett as its new Vice President of Sales. He will primarily focus on growth in the North American market, as well as expanding into new markets. Prior to joining SmartRise, Zuckett led North American sales for Witter USA. A graduate of Ohio University, Zuckett said, quote, I'm looking forward to being part of such a dynamic and growth-focused company where the sky is the limit and where the people embrace it, end quote. City councilors in Croydon, South London, are weighing Tide Construction's application to build a pair of 33- and 48-story residential towers next to Croydon College, my London reports. Designed by HTA, the taller tower would have 836 co-living units for rent, while the shorter one would have 120 residences with shared ownership. The plan includes a colonnade walkway linking East Croydon Station and Fairfield Halls. Among councillors' concerns were the long-term feasibility of the co-living model, safety along the walkway at night, and tall towers casting shadows over Box Park. Simon Bayliss of HTA said the co-living units would average 27 square meters and would, quote, cater to a full range of people of all ages, end quote. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.